What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Black Health Academy podcast. It is mid-August 2019, and Jay and I are back here with another episode, getting geared up for fall 2019. Super excited to be back with you. If you haven't already, be sure to join the Academy at www.theblackhealthacademy.com. Totally free. Join in on the conversation, get our lectures, our workouts, and all of the value that we have to offer from inside the Academy about how to combat some of the most common chronic diseases which disproportionately impact us. Welcome back to the podcast, Jay. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. (laughs) So, okay, I like the sophisticated. We're gonna... oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. You okay. know, I've been working on self-development. And, you know, you have to change things internally. So one of the things I've been working on is just, it's just a little bit more sophisticated and suave. Oh. How do you feel about it? I think I like it a little bit. You know what? Let's try and have a really mature episode this time. Oh, Lord, no. I ain't doing it. You can do it, though. Why not? Because I have things I want to say and I might want to say, you know, dog, like... <laughs> I didn't prepare. I didn't prepare to be sophisticated and suave. Okay. Too much too soon. Too much too soon. Okay. Yeah. But I will, um, you know, get the points across that I want to get across and try to articulate them better and slow down a little bit more. Okay. Um, for those who have listened to the podcast previously, I know that I speak a little fast. So that is something that I will do this podcast is try to slow down um, what I'm saying just for those who are like, what? Like, exactly. I, I, I heard you, but I need to like rewind. So I am going to slow down. But sophisticated, no. Not, not going to happen? No. No, that's cool. You know, it's interesting. I li- listen back to the episodes. We sound so, we really do sound alike. Like our vo- we have the same mannerisms in the way we yeah, talk, which only makes sense. We've been around each other. Just like I texted you the other day, like, we've been, we've been friends for 17 years. Wow. I don't know what made me think of that, but I realized that the other day. I was like, wow, we are really going, it's, it's almost 20 years now. That's, That's a long time. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. So, of course, we have a lot of things that we say. But people used to say that all the time. You guys sound, you sound like Lisa, you sound like Jay. Like, yeah. Yeah, it, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't yeah. help that we talk the same, though. It's you know a, what I mean? Yeah, we use yeah. the same slang, the yeah. same whatever. So, yeah, we sound just alike. But we're going to go nice and slow on this episode because we are about to get up in that Okay. <laughs> oh, 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 my kids say I can't say, oh, I, I tried. I can't do it. Okay. Oh, don't, no, don't no. try again. Nope. Uh, <laughs> you, you oh, oh, no. no, no. All right. No, forget it. Sorry, That's y'all. It. It's okay. Um, <laughs> but we do want to kind of, you know, give the community kind of like a community come to Jesus moment about, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, about your health mm-hmm. um, and about the importance of it. As always, we're just going to pull out two extra soapboxes on this episode is all. Um, but before <laughs> we do, um, I we got some feedback from a Jasmine. So on the last episode that we released, we answered Jasmine's question um, about her health and where to start, you know, as far as getting a coach and her kind of explaining to us right. what her struggles were. Um, and getting healthy. And so we responded to that in the last episode. And then she responded with a beautiful email to us. And I just want to read a small portion of that email from Jasmine, our listener. I know you'll be listening in on this episode as well. Thank you so much for being so receptive to everything that Jay and I said in the last episode. Because sometimes, you know, me and Jay are so passionate about health. 
um, that sometimes, you know, we, for some people, you know, it, it, they, they get intimidated and it might yeah. come off a little harsh, mm-hmm. right? So in the last episode, when I listened back, we were like, no, you need to create non-negotiables and you need to- <laughs> Right. It came off a little soapboxy as well. As well. Yeah. And so Jasmine, I just wanted to, you know, submit a public thank you for how receptive you were and for this yeah, wonderful email definitely. that you sent. So I'm just going to read a very short um, portion of Jasmine's reply email. She said, first, I'm sending a huge thank you to you, Lisa, and to Jay for addressing my question on the podcast. I felt your full body convictions through the airwaves. I took notes and began making my list of non-negotiables. I am both excited and grateful for your challenging and encouraging words. You're both so right. I've long felt that my healthy lifestyle journey, though it will bless me greatly, is not just for me, but for the benefit of many. I definitely shed a, a tear when you guys mentioned this. So just a little small part of her email, Jasmine. I'm so grateful that that was helpful. And we would love to hear what those non-negotiables are that you created, right? So, yeah. you know, put it put mm-hmm. into action, mm-hmm. write us back, uh, and let us know. And let's just keep this thing going and see where we go with it. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. I do have a wait what. Ooh. I, I thought about it, and I do have a wait what. Okay. So, yeah. So Okay, so let's get into wait what. Wait what is our segment where Jay and I identify something we either saw, heard, or experienced in the last week that made us go, wait, wait what? what? Mine is really short. So I've been um, teaching the nutrition. Uh, this past week, I taught nutrition for a kids camp. Um, it's black young girls, and the, it's a STEM, STEM camp. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was talking to them. Uh, during one of our sessions, and we were going over, we were talking about caffeine, mm-hmm. and these girls, I mean, maybe ages 9 to 13, mm-hmm. were talking about how they drink coffee. Hmm? <laughs> exactly. What, what? Jay, so I was With like, caffeine? Like not... Like, one young lady, 7th grade, I think, she's like, oh yeah, I drink coffee in the morning if I'm too tired and I need to like get up and get going for school. My mom, yeah, get, lets me have coffee. I said like real coffee, same thing you said, like with caffeine, not decaf. She's like, <laughs> yes, I when I need to pick me up. And the other girl's like, yeah, and my little brother drinks coffee too. So tell me, I was, flo- I was so shocked. I'm super floored. I'm super floored. I don't know that if, if we're in the right for being floored, like several kids. What do you mean? We're like, I drink coffee. We're absolutely in the right for being floored. Well, I was outnumbered. People literally, you know, as a society, we, we, of course, we evolve, we change. We can't, we can't be the same people we were 70 years ago, 50 years ago. There are certain things that we have to do Mm -hmm. to be able to, you know, keep up with Kurt current things yeah but that's not one of them <laughs> giving the baby's coffee ain't it no that's not one of them jay i was so shocked i was so shocked she's like yeah I dr-. and and they were actually you know found it humorous at how shocked i was i am very i'm a parent i'm very shocked so they can't say oh Lisa, you don't have kids no i won't even like if my kids want even tea it has to be non-caffeinated so herbal tea, but no, nothing with caffeine. No, no, no. So your no, babies no, don't no. drink coffee. No, no, no. <laughs> I wouldn't even give them decaf. I don't even want you to have the coffee beans right now anyway, because I would have to spend the extra money to make them organic. And I don't want you to mentally think that, oh, I drink coffee. This is what I do because, it, you know, I yeah. know none of that. No. You don't uh, do so coffee. that was my question to you. I guess you answered, is coffee an adult only beverage? Because I was really shocked. I, I, yeah, for me, it absolutely is. No yeah. question. You can't even have a sip. Morgan will say, can I have a sip? No, you can't. Jay, I was no. like, so 
they're like, you know, yeah, I'll give my baby coffee if, you know, um, the, the baby's like, I need to get up for school or if I'm really tired, then I'll have coffee. And I want to just impress upon the people listening that caffeine is an addictive substance. Absolutely. But the thing that gave me pause is we don't, we're not shocked when we see everybody giving their kids sugar. So what's the difference? The reason I'm not shocked that when I see everyone giving their kids sugar is because it's it happens so frequently and that I see aesthetically, I see physically kids um, paying the price for that. I, this is something that since my kids have been going to school, I, you know, I've been a parent for 13 years now and my daughter has been going to school since she was three. So I have 10 years of seeing the effects that sugar has on kids, not only um, just physically, but how they react mentally. They're overstimulated. Yeah. So basically I'm desensitized to it is all I'm saying. It's not, it's, it's not, not okay. less shocking. It's not you're okay. Just desensitized. It, it is less shocking because I'm desensitized. Oh, well, you're okay. not shocked anymore true. when you're desensitized. That's true. It's not, it's not less, um, concerning. It's not less, um, it's not more acceptable, but it is less shocking because I've been seeing it for so, for long. so long. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Because Okay, that's a really good point. Because when I see how much sugar we give babies and kids or anybody, and just or anyone, when I see how much period, sugar the world yeah. consumes in general, I'm still like floored mm -hmm. by the. But I guess you're right, just mm -hmm. the kids drinking coffee is not a common conversation mm -hmm. or a common mm -hmm. thing you see. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, well, they're both addictive substances that cause overstimulation in the brain that acts as a diuretic mm -hmm. and dehydrates your body that, mm -hmm. you know, causes yeah. the uh, brain chemistry changes it, over time. So, because that's what made me, I was like, let me ask Jay this because why no, I'm not shocked about no. sugar, but I'm shocked about coffee or caffeine, should no, I say. No, I don't play that. And I, and I, and I realized a lot of times that I'm a little bit more old school than some person. I, I, um, I'm old school in certain ways and then I'm new school in certain ways. Certain things are, are a little bit um, hippie-ish for some person parents that they'll be like, oh, I wouldn't let my kids do that. I wouldn't let my kids just pick, you know, whatever color they want their room and wear whatever they want and decide who they are and what career if they don't want. But they, they're going to be this, they're going to do that. For them, that's, that's not something that they will do. That's mm -hmm. a little bit too lenient. But as far as diet and as far as, you know, just respect, mm -hmm. I'm still, oh no, Lisa's your elder. Mm -hmm. You don't, you don't get to curse around her. Even if my kids were old enough to curse, I don't care if they were 25 at this time, mm -hmm. you don't get to curse around you respect. Like some people think, you know, my kids grown, they can do, no. Uh, so I'm old school in certain ways. And then, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, laid back in certain ways. That's just the parent that I am. Mm -hmm. But you know, so I guess other parents will have other parents would have to chime in. Y'all hear me slowing down? Mm -hmm. Because, woo, it did sound like I was speaking another language. Um, other other parents would have to chime in and say what they think. Mm -hmm. Because I'm just me, and I'm just going off of my environment, what yeah. I've been taught, what yeah. I've seen. So, yeah. That's that's all we have to go off That's anyway. all we have to go off. Okay. Your way what? So, my way what? Um, on Facebook the other day, I posted about uh, low iron. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? If I see one more person crunching ice, saying they're cold, I'm going to snap. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm so sick of people's favorite excuse. I don't take iron because it constipates me. Mm -hmm. I said, well, okay, go ahead and have dry skin, have heart palpitations, mm -hmm. have, um, you know, inflammation. And I listed all these things. And I was like, that's not the only way you can get iron. You can get iron by other sources, but you have to be intentional and not passive about it. Mm -hmm. And so my therapist who I, you know, used to go to, shout out to her, Drew, 
um, she was like, yeah, you got me together with this conversation. And I was like, okay. I was like, let me know um, in three weeks, once you start taking your iron or doing whatever you need to do, how you feel. She said, oh, no, you got me together a year ago. You was like, she said, <laughs> <laughs> she said, when I started talking about my iron being low, she said, you were like, uh, oh, so you just going to sit back and accept that? <laughs> I was literally embarrassed. I was like, first of all, I'm sorry for being so assertive in your business. She said, no, it's exactly what I needed. I got, I, I've been getting iron infusions ever since. My iron is um, now at where it should be, and I feel so good. Mm. She said, it made a world of difference in my life. So thank you. It was well needed. Mm. It, and and, and I, it was well deserved and needed. Mm. So that was my weight what. Mm. Yeah, I was like, oh, good. <laughs> I'm glad that worked out because that was none of my business. <laughs> yeah, but I was—I I just got to a point, everyone, all the women, you know, I work around a lot of women, especially black women who have covers and they're always cold mm -hmm. and they're always crunching on ice, that ice especially. And it's, and it's not that your iron is low. That frustrates me the most. It's the acceptance of it. And and I've had someone actually smile at me like, oh, you ain't no my no, I'm anemic. Um, proudly, yeah, just proudly, yeah. And it's and it's not and it and I was researching whether it it, it affects us more. Mm -hmm. Um, and they kept it kind of spinning me basically, uh -huh. and I, I never got to the bottom of it if it if it affects us more. Mm -hmm. But I do know that it affects us a lot, a lot, and. Yeah. In our society, it's considered normal to be anemic. And what the thing is, it's not normal. And it's, it's not, not acceptable. Yeah. And it's not okay. And it is dangerous. And it can kill you. Because Brittany Murphy, she's an actress. And she um, she had pneumonia. But because she was anemic, it, it killed her. Because they paired the, the two, the force together was too strong. Mm. So, yeah. So I think it's important that we remember that the more common something is, the, the same thing like you said about the sugar, the shock value is not there. The sh so, the yeah. sh so we have to restore the shock value to dysfunction and disease. Everything is not a disease. Whatever these conditions are, anemia, obesity, high blood pressure, mm -hmm. there's no shock value anymore, mm -hmm. right? To be diabetic, there's no shock value, None. right? Um, uh, you know, cancer, whatever it is, or, or just chronic pain, something that don't have a title yet. Oh, my, my joints are always hurting. I have chronic headaches. Mm -hmm. I have problems sleeping. Mm -hmm. I have a uh, loss of appetite. Um, my thyroid is off. My metabolism is low. I'm deconditioned. Can't nobody take the steps. Everybody got to wait on the elevator. All of this stuff there, we have no shock value. None. Zero. Right? Mm -hmm. And so we just, it doesn't even give us pause None. to have these conversations about all of these things which are 100% dysfunction. 100%. But uh, Tajma, my sister, she was saying to someone who was really, really sick when she seen them. Um, and she said, <laughs> she called me so frustrated. I told her, you know, you keep running to these doctors. These doctors don't know anything. And you need, you can do this and you can do that. And I said, even to me, you sound crazy. I'm going to be honest. Mm -hmm. You're talking to someone, knowing this person, you're talking to someone who you're probably the first person to ever have said that. Everybody in their family thinks the answer is a doctor. You, you, like, I, I think the first step is tr you shouldn't even have told her that. Maybe 
I know Lisa, she does a nutrition class. Go to her class. Don't tell a person um, you're, because it sounds so foreign, even to me. Don't tell a person what? Oh, sorry. Don't tell a person, don't listen to it. They, these oh. doctors know nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you know, you, they, people have been brought up to believe that a right. doctor is the answer. I've asked someone who kidney was failing, okay, what, what are you going to do? Well, I have a doctor's appointment next week. But I asked you, what are you going to do? Your doctor that is doing something. He, right. For most people, that is yeah. doing something. What's my doctor going to say? What are, they gonna put, what are they going to prescribe me? So I don't even say that to people who have such a distance from, you know, their environment is not health. It's not you can heal from within. You can, you know, eat your way into um, um, a better a better way of living. You can eat yourself out of a a disease. Mm. You, they don't understand that. So my first thing, my first thing to tell them is get some education. Mm -hmm. What you what you know now, mm. what you know now is not what what it has to be. You you can help yourself, but yep. first you have to get educated and know that you have more power than you think you have. Because mm -hmm. right. we watch people solve pro we watch the way the world solves problems, and when I say the world, I mean our immediate circle, right? Yeah. So we watch the way people solve problems and think that's the way to address this when right. it comes up. So if I have an ailment, the way to solve that problem is to go to the doctor, mm -hmm. right? If I'm overcome with debt, for a lot of people, the way to solve that problem is to get into more debt to pay off that debt, right? Like, right. like we watch the way our immediate friends and family solves things. And so for somebody like your sister or you or me to introduce an alternative to that is literally a different language. Mm -hmm. It's a completely foreign concept mm -hmm. to go look at the grocery store right. first, at the produce section first, right. to look at the efficiencies right. I first. I was like, you know what? Even though, of course, I get it. But I said, I, I took myself from and all the education that I have out of the equation. And you really do sound crazy. You really do. When yeah. if everybody around you is saying, run to the doctor and they'll fix you. And now you're telling me, uh, uh the doctor, no, they don't know anything. Mm -hmm. This is what you need to do. Mm -hmm. First, you need to go find holistically how, what? What are you even talking about? Foreign language. Yeah. Completely foreign language. Yeah. So hopefully, um, <clears throat> we can, through these conversations, we can empower people to see that there's an alternative. And just because it's the way it's always been done doesn't mean it's the way it should continue to be yeah. done. Um, because a lot of evidence speaks for itself, right? Like, yeah, we've been doing it this entire way, but haven't you been on that same medication for 15, 20 years? Didn't you watch your grandmother or your mom stay on that medication for 15, 20 years? Do you even know that that's not a life sentence? Like, Mm -hmm. It's like what is all I've seen, so that's all I know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to do, right? So yeah. So the best thing we can do, um, as far as educating people, first is being an example. Yes. You know, being an example to people, um, because they watch. You know, people watch and they learn, like, just by modeling behavior. Yes. Adults model behavior, not just children. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. So the most. Yeah. You know, so if you're someone out there who who subscribes this you know just be consistent so the people around you can model your behavior and then their health will elevate just from being around you all right so your topic great area so morgan my daughter 13 years old just turned 13 years old this month and uh, she loved morgan is really like analytical she really loves to think and and just just challenge ideas and challenge what it should and shouldn't be so we were at the store and we were, um, and I, you know, was pulling out the parking lot. And she said, you know what really bugs me? And I said, what, Morgan? Jaywalking. 
she said jaywalking being a crime or you can or being able to get whatever get in trouble for jaywalking i don't think i don't i don't like that i don't i don't like that people just want to cross the street she said i get it you know um sometimes you can't jaywalk but if you look both ways and make sure no cars are coming then you should be able to just cross the street no mm -hmm. matter where you are mm -hmm. and i said morgan no you shouldn't be able to and let me let me tell you why mm -hmm. Jay, the rules for jaywalking is not set up for best case scenario. Mm -hmm. The rules for jaywalking is set up for people who um, minds or bodies are compromised. It can be compromised because you've been drinking alcohol. Mm -hmm. You think that, you know, because she was saying, you know, it should be a rule. I get jay jaywalking can, you know, it's not a good idea all the time, but maybe it shouldn't be you just can't jaywalk. Maybe it should be like, you can jaywalk as long as no cars are this close or mm -hmm. this. And I said, the reason, um, and I said, no, a lot of people, they'll, you know, be down, they'll be downtown drinking, let's just say. Mm -hmm. And they think the car, let's say the rule is you can't jaywalk unless the cars are 50 feet or mm -hmm. whatever. Your mind is compromised when you're drinking. Mm -hmm. Or what if you're a person with children and you make it jaywalking, but your children don't run as fast. Mm -hmm. Or let's just say, uh, you think you had 50 feet and then the car that's coming has to swerve over because it really wasn't. Now they're going to hit the car next to them. I said, gray areas create mm -hmm. dysfunction. Mm -hmm. Gray areas create a space for people to miscalculate. Mm -hmm. I don't like gray areas because it, it a person can say, oh, I thought it was 50 feet, but it was really 30 feet. Mm -hmm. Gray areas for me is not just a great space to live in. I like black and white things mm -hmm. when it comes to elevating because, or not just elevating, just having distinction of what to do and what not to do. Mm. So it, you can make, just like you said the other day, I just want to make one last decision. Just like Steve Jobs, you said, he took the wardrobe off the table mm -hmm. so that he doesn't have to think. When they make rules that mm -hmm. are black and white you don't have to calculate anything you don't do mm -hmm. this and if you do this then this is the consequences mm -hmm. that you face mm -hmm. when you do this and she was like no well well what about it and i said morgan just like when you guys were children when you were very young you're still children but when you were babies mm -hmm. the rule was you could not grab anything on the stove you cannot grab anything you cannot touch the stove you were not allowed and then someone came over and went and you tried to grab something, and I popped your hand like, don't do that. And they said, well, the stove is not even on. I said, I, it, this is the reason why I make this rule is because I have to protect my child. She doesn't have the, the, the mental maturity mm -hmm. to make the distinction whether the stove. So in order to protect my child, you cannot touch the stove because at any time it can be hot. Mm -hmm. So the rules are not just to get us in trouble. It's to protect us as well because, mm -hmm. you know, if the rule is, I'm going to give you an example, and I gave her the same exact example, drinking and driving. Mm -hmm. Do you know how many less DUIs it would be if the rule was strictly you cannot drink and drive? So many people will be like, I'm just going to have one wine and I'm good. And, and then they pull under. them over mm -hmm. and, and no, you're over the limit. I know, but I'm, what I'm saying is in their mind, they're thinking, one, I should still be that, under. Exactly. There's an area where exactly. I can live that in. That great area that they thought they could live in yeah. and literally destroyed them for the next 17, 7 to 10 years financially and emotionally because now maybe you can't drive. Now you have to pay all this money. Now your job may have fired you. But if it was 
strictly you cannot drink. You cannot drive when you drink. Mm -hmm. Then when they got in that car, they knew 100% if I pick up this drink before I drive, this is the consequences mm -hmm. of that. And so to tie it into health, people do this with food. 100%. People do this with food all the time. You know, it's not black and white. Or, you know, I drink pop, but not that much. Oh. Well, what is that much? I, 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 I eat, you know, a lot, I eat sugar, but not that much. The gray area is, is giving you this area where you can miscalculate. Mm -hmm. And you can't discern how many decisions you've made that affect you in, in the negative. Mm -hmm. So that's what I meant by gray area. What mm -hmm. do you think? No, yeah, I agree 100%. Um, the, the gray area terms that people use in your health. So let's go through them real quick. What, what, do, what gray areas do these people live in with their bad food choices? I don't eat that much. Mm -hmm. I don't eat it all the time. Mm -hmm. I only have it every now and then. Only in moderation. Only in moderation. All these phrases that literally have a different definition person to for person. For every person. My moderation every, and your moderation. It's so different. Two different moderations, it's right? It's so different. Mine every now and then and your every now and then. It's so different. It's so different. Yeah. So you, for you, you can say, I don't drink pop that much. That could be once a week. Mm -hmm. For me, that's... Once that's, every couple of years. Every couple of years. And yeah. that's by accident. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I agree. Like, if you want to, especially if you have... Um, if you have something chasing you, right? If you have a motivation, right? Like, like, like a pretend like you're pre-hypertensive or you're pre-diabetic. Mm -hmm. That's literally the area that you're the the person that's coming from you that you're trying to get away from. Mm -hmm. So if you're trying to if you're if you're trying to outrun, that's what I'm looking for. If you're trying to outrun a, a condition or a disease, if you're trying to if you know you've been on the precipice of depression, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You've been on the precipice of anxiety attacks. If you've been on the precipice of just losing your stuff, right? A mental breakdown. You've been on the precipice of obesity for so many years. You're toggling between this size 12, this size 16, whatever. Like whatever you're trying to outrun, you can't do it simultaneously by living in gray areas, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? So in order to win the race against whatever this condition is that's been riding your tails, your heels for years, mm -hmm. you have to literally make a firm decision to be on the other side of the law with this thing. Yes. You cannot, there is no room for a little bit every now and then, balance, moderation, blah, blah, blah. There's just yeah. not room for it. But we we try and create room for it because of addiction. We yes, try and, and create comfort. and comfort. We try and create room for it because of um, we're in an environment where all of our peers are doing it. So even though we know sugar isn't bad or just having one drink isn't bad or whatever, if we wit our people and our comforts are, and we watching them have a little bit, or, exactly, uh, it, it just instantly becomes way more okay to do. Right, and and as I was explaining to Morgan, not only on the flip side, it allows people to mistreat and misuse us. Mm -hmm. Just like um, I told her, like the law can be, you can have something hanging from your rear view, but it can't be over three inches, right? Mm -hmm. I said, I don't put anything on my rear view. Why? Because the police can pull me over and say, oh, you have something hanging from your rear view. It can be three inches, but they thought it was five inches. So that, that, that opens me up to harassment mm -hmm. because now it's like, okay, you followed the law, but they, 
better example. I don't um, eat. I don't eat. Um, let's say you eat sugar, right? Or you don't eat sugar. Someone can say, well, this is only 2% sugar mm -hmm. or something like that. So if something is, instead of saying, oh, I'm going to put this back because this has sugar in it. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, it's only 2% sugar. So now this person that's trying to sell this thing to you can make money. This person can manipulate you. Mm -hmm. This person can take advantage of you mm -hmm. because now you're like, okay, well, I'm trying to cut back from sugar. I'm not going over the line. I'm trying to stay in this gray area. So now they're able to make money from you. They're able to mislead you. They're able to take advantage of you. Mm -hmm. Just like the rear view mirror, it's like you could have been right. But now because you have this this um, thing hanging from your rear view, now we can pull you over because the gray area. Mm -hmm. Where if you didn't have it at all, mm -hmm. it's like, dang, we'd have to pick something else. Mm -hmm. Because now it's like, you follow the rule because it's not black and white. Mm -hmm. So let me pull you over for this gray area. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, I was uh, training a client today, right? And she just started a workout regimen, uh, um, a weightlifting regimen. So with me, you know, she works out, but then she found this program online and she's like, I'm about to be doing these lifting weights and more frequently. And I'm like, okay, good. That's great. And then she's like, so I know you can gain weight if you lifting weights. I'm like, uh-huh. Here we go. She's like, so last week I gained a pound and then this week I gained four ounces. I'm like, okay. I'm like, oh, okay. She's like, so is that normal if you lifting weights? I said, you still eating that sugar? She said, you know, smile, you know, the guilt came across her face. I said, don't ask me about no weightlifting program. Why? You not all the way on the, we can't attribute this, 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 get on the other side first. Get, do what you're me. supposed to do. Everything is not black and white enough for me to be able to definitively tell you where that yeah. weight gain came from. Yeah. You weren't doing everything you were supposed to do to avoid the weight gain. So now you're trying to get me to say, to make you feel better, you're trying to get me to say, oh, yeah, that more than likely came from lifting weights, mm -hmm. that, that you gained muscle. You still haven't gave up. You're still sugar. living in a gray area yeah. with your diet. Yeah. So how can I give you, yeah. make you feel better exactly. about this one pound yeah. and four ounces? Just like somebody saying, oh, I still get headaches. Have you gave up the sugar yet? Oh, have have you been drinking the water like I'm telling you to drink? When I told you, you headaches equal water. Hundred percent. Do something, then we can weed that out. That's Just exactly like how you and I give have um, dry months where we go sometimes thirty days, sometimes longer than that with absolutely no alcohol. So when we come up into a social situation, mm -hmm. you want to drink? No, right? We can move immediately on to the next thing. It, yeah. I don't even have to debate. I don't, I don't have think to about think it. about I, that. I don't. Do that's that. off the table. What's next? Yeah. Yeah. And that's how that's how it, your diet and everything else should be addressed mm -hmm. when you. Take certain things when it's black and white. I don't eat meat. I don't eat dairy. I'm not doing sugar. I'm not drinking right now. That's right. I drink a gallon a day. I can't do this until I drink. Like when you have 100% conviction in something, 100%, you're empowered. Yep. You are so empowered because yep. now people know, oh, like you with a gallon. Mm -hmm. Oh, she's not going to do that until she drinks a gallon. You don't even have to deal with certain things it's because people already know. Already know. So you train people up to know what you believe in by absolutely. By absolutes. Absolutes. Absolutes matter. We don't have enough absolutes. We don't have enough absolutes because because people want all these questions today, answers about, well, could it be this? 
Well, what has helped me? Give me some absolutes and then I can tell you. Yeah, well, tell me what you're absolutely doing and tell me what you're absolutely, absolutely not, not doing. doing. And then I can and give me then I can with, give right. you a more definitive answer. But you can't tell me, well, I still dabble in the sugar. I don't work out as often. I never mastered my water like you told me to do from Jump Street. Yeah. No, I don't eat plants every day. I'm not moving. I'm yeah. not creating solutions to the things that's causing me the most stress in my life. Then I can't. But you want me to give you an absolute answer. But you haven't created absolute. <laughs> I started to be like, thanks. I forgot what we were saying. <laughs> you want me to give you an absolute answer what? to your shaky gray area life. You want me to give you a black and white answer to a great question. Was that it for the podcast? <laughs> that was, you summed it up so perfectly. <laughs> and not just with her and not just with me and not just for health and wealth. At just any area of your life, you give great, you get, you do great area things and you want absolute results yeah. or absolute answers. That's right. That's not how it works. That's not how it works, Jay. No, that's not how that's it works. That's not how it works. Um, right? So the, the side view mirror says what? The objects in the mirror are closer than they, they appear. appear. Right? So let's talk about that for a second. Why? Because I've said this so many times. Unfortunately, many people do not have the luxury of a diagnosis, right? Mm -hmm. So nobody's told you for sure. Nobody's told you for sure that um, you don't have, that you have a disease or mm -hmm. a diagnosis. Nobody told you that for sure. So you feel like you're in a good standing. Mm -hmm. You feel like you're in a good standing. You feel like you're in a good standing, and so therefore you continue to behave in a way that makes you feel like you've been doing everything right. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, well, uh, I just got my annual checkup, and my numbers were good. Um, my weight is all right. I can stand and lose a few pounds, but I'm not on any medications. The doctor said blood pressure, cholesterol, all that stuff is pretty decent. I'm not suffering madly through anything. So business as usual. Mm -hmm. Not realizing that you're you're on a precipice. You don't know how clogged your arteries are. You don't know what you're on the precipice of. So you don't know what you're on the precipice of. And so you just keep on, you just keep on doing what you've been doing, mm -hmm. you know? And that's the worst, that's the worst part about it, I think, because a lot of times um, we, um, without having the luxury of disease or without having the luxury of someone telling us, if you don't stop doing this, then this is going to happen. It's very difficult for us to take onus in that and do it for ourselves. Um, sometimes I think as we try and navigate this health space and we haven't done the work to recreate our environment, um, to reestablish our ecosystem, whether that be in coaches, whether that be in people, whether that be in, you know, different environments that we get in to make sure we're constantly surrounding ourselves with the individuals and the entities that have the core values that we're trying to adopt, then it's extremely, I think it's 10 times more difficult to stay in your same environment and make a huge change such as going plant-based or such as um, doing the work to actually lose a significant amount of work weight and then doing the work to keep that weight off. All of that is actually much harder to try and do when you're going to stay in your same environment, whether it be a work environment where you've been at for many years and your coworkers are used to going out to lunch nearly every day, going to happy hour a couple days out of the week, um, whether you're in an environment where your spouse, you know, you guys are used to eating a certain way without 
thinking twice about it, right? Whether that's fried food on a regular basis or whether that's eating out a couple days a week or you and your spouse love to have a drink. Like it is 10 times harder to stay in the same environment and make a significant change. And so then that phrase becomes relevant, which is objects in the mirror are closer than they appear. Um, because you have no idea how close they are because you're just chugging along because again, you don't have the luxury of uh, a diagnosis. So, you know what's interesting to me? is how, and you know, we said this a lot of times, how people think that they don't have a diagnosis. Uh, uh, the absence of diagnosis does not mean the presence of health. Absence of but, disease, yeah. Yeah, the absence um, of disease does not mean the presence of health. But what's what if you if you took that same that same theory and applied it in other areas, it would seem absolutely ridiculous. That's why that's like, okay, Lisa, are you bankrupt? No. Have you you know applied to be bankrupt? Are you like homeless or in, in like our own aid? No. You rich. <laughs> <laughs> you are rich. <laughs> You're rich. That's what people do with health. Like because I'm not this, this means that I'm this. This is great. This is something to celebrate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, just because you're not bankrupt doesn't mean you're rich. Just because you're not skinny, that doesn't mean you're obese. Mm -hmm. Just because you, you know what I mean? You, you're you not one thing, that does not mean you get to be 100% the opposite. Yeah. The reason why people think they're healthy is because no one challenges that. Okay, you haven't been, you come home, you say, the doctor said, I'm clear of diabetes, I'm clear of heart disease, I'm clear of um, anything that they can they can track. They, 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 no one says, okay, well, let's prove. They think that equals health. Let's prove how healthy you are. Okay, let's run a mile. Mm -hmm. No one's going to do that. No one's going to, one push-up, let's do 10, 20 push-ups. No one's going to do that. Yeah. How many sit-ups can you do a minute? Yeah. No one's going to challenge that. So when you, when you leave the doctor's office and you say, they didn't diagnose me with anything and you tell your 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 whoever's in your immediate circle mm -hmm. they're going to be happy with that and they're going to just take on that same energy you have and they're not going to say well you're, you're not really healthy no one's going to really challenge that no. so you get to be one you get to have optimal health in your mind in your mind because you haven't been slapped with a label and you know that's exactly what people do when they um try and go plant-based. You no, know, we always talk about it. Yeah. Taking out the meat is not the same as eating healthy. They'd be like, I didn't eat meat, so I ate healthy. Like, uh Yeah, no. Yeah, no, yeah, right? No. But people do it all the time. They're like, well, I had the Impossible Burger. I had, you know, the Beyond Meat Burger. Or I just had a meal. I went to the restaurant and I got their veggie burger with fries or whatever. I didn't have animal products in a meal. I didn't have dairy. I didn't have meat. And so they say, so I'm plant-based. Again. Where's plants? Where's all? Well, the same thing with your example, though. If I'm not bankrupt, I must be wealthy. So if I didn't eat meat, I, I must, must be plant-based. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, no, you're not. Way. The absence of what you don't eat. It doesn't give you the opposite. It doesn't give you, you the opposite. You need to opposite. literally test. Okay, I'm healthy because. I'm healthy because. I did what? Fill in the blank. Now, now don't get me wrong. You can also be healthy because of the things you don't do. They both play equal roles, mm -hmm. right? You didn't, you didn't drink I, all week. Yeah, that, that matters, right? So, But there's also markers on that. I didn't drink all week. I don't feel mucus in my body. Yeah. I don't have headaches. Um, you know, I, I've been taking this. I, I don't take the elevator anymore. I don't get out of breath when I take the steps. Mm -hmm. There's still markers. There's mm -hmm. still things that you literally mm -hmm. should have a mark for. I um, stopped 
even mentally, even emotionally, mm -hmm. I stopped being around negative people. I feel so much better. I feel so much positive. I've been going to, you know, there's things that validate your Absolute. health. Absolutely. Absolutely. You should have markers. So the, here's a challenge we can pose to the listeners right now. For all the credit that you give yourself, for all the things you don't do, what are the markers that show a benefit to that? Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because if you don't eat meat, but then you continue to put processed vegan food in your body, do you think you're going to get that health marker that shows that no. shows your body that oh, you've been pouring medicinal things into and me? That's the great the vitamins, the I'm minerals, about. right? So, okay, if you want to brag to us about the things you don't do, the things you've reduced, the things you do less of now, right? Then also present to us the evidence of how that's benefited you and the markers that show I should get credit for this because you want credit for this while you're telling you absolutely and you should get credit and you should get credit but that means there also has to be a subset of rules that means it actually equates to a good healthy decision and not right. just just because you didn't eat meat that doesn't mean you ate healthy mm -hmm. you know what mm -hmm. I mean so and you know what's crazy is that I was arguing the opposite point the other day because um you know Nick, mm -hmm. you know, says if you have any alcohol, you're not healthy. And I said, that's like telling a positive person you have one negative thought. So you're not, you're, you, you know what I'm saying? You're not positive. It doesn't mean either way. It doesn't mean, mm -hmm. you know, you have to have markers for, for either way. Because yep. if you're a person who are, is very type A, mm -hmm. you've been eating all your plants, you've been eating all your spinach, you've been eating your eggplant and you've been eating your everything, right? And then Shout you mess up. And you mess up, you're fine. Mm -hmm. You have markers to say, I am healthy. Mm -hmm. So there, we always speak to the people who aren't doing right. But to the people who are doing right and get anxiety easy, to get depressed easy, who feels like a failure easy. Yeah. No, you are doing Everybody, there's now here's that gray area. Everyone has a slight gray area they can step up. Is that considered a gray area or does, is that just a window of, you know, I don't know. Window of privilege. I have a window of privilege, my friend. <laughs> you have a window of privilege where you can say, you know what? No, no uh, baked zucchini for me today in yeah. Brussels sprouts. Yeah. I'm going to eat a Beyond Meat burger. Yes. And it will not deteriorate. It will not affect you because why? You've been doing what you're supposed to do 90 or higher percent of the time. Yeah. And in, uh, in farm to table, and of course, when we're going over that. Uh, in week two, in our mindset module, I call I call it building up your street cred, right? So we talk about in week two, we're talking about how to um, start getting over your addictions and how to make uh, make your good choices outweigh your bad. And so, just like you said, like if you usually do well ninety percent of the time, you know, one vegan cheat meal is not going to hurt you. And just the opposite is true, right? If you're doing bad 90% of the time, one salad ain't going to help you. So it's important that you build up your street cred or create that window of privilege where that means when, because when, I get so sick of it, I go out with a friend and they see me order fries and they're like, oh, I can order fries. Oh, oh my God, Lord, you no. eat fries? That gives me permission. I'm no, like, it no, doesn't. it doesn't give you permission. No, you, I've built up this window of privilege. <laughs> like, <laughs> I legit have, have yeah. I, I've had plants every day this week. I eat a gallon of water a day. I, I'm like, you don't want it with me. Don't look at my, don't, like you talked about earlier, modeling behavior of our peers. Mm -hmm. So they try and model our behavior, but you only model the behavior you that see you want to when model. you're with me. Right. 
I need you to model my behavior when mm-hmm. you're not with me. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, if you're having a drink, I can have a drink. If you're going to have dessert, I can have dessert. Yeah. No, mostly not. You No, you can't. You know what I mean? You haven't built up that window of privilege. So it's really. <laughs> I love the window of privilege. They say it's like, it sounds so ridiculous. <laughs> I love it. It's kind of dope, ain't it? Um, but it is important to know. That's why I don't do a lot of posting of our of our junk food because people automatically okay, cool. That's okay, and it's not. It's not. No, but I'll openly tell you, yo, me and Jay, we went and got some cheeseless pizza this weekend. That was our junk food. But you don't get to see that on a regular basis because you haven't built up yeah that street cred. cred. Yeah, yep. absolutely, absolutely. So that's all I got for people, Jay. I just wanted to make sure people know. The objects in the mirror are closer than they appear. I want to say something really, really quick. Um, we really, rarely address the people. We always speak about um, prevention, preventative measures, mm-hmm. and we always speak about, you know, doing the right things. But I just want to talk solely to the people who are currently battling illnesses, who have already been diagnosed with cancer, um, with lupus, who's sick, whatever it is. And some people are feeling empowered and some people are feeling hopeless. But to either way, um, you know, the best thing you can do for yourself as far as your diet is to continue to model the behavior that we speak on um, on Black Health Academy because you're not limited to one um, mm-hmm. ailment. You're not limited if you have cancer or if you have diabetes. Um, a, a plant-based diet is your best friend um, that will give you the energy that you need, that will give you the mind clarity that you need, um, and it will keep other illnesses at bay while you go through this thing, while you go through this process. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a person who just recently got diagnosed with uh, breast cancer, mm-hmm. and she's um, a family member, uh, uh, in-law mm-hmm. of my sister. Mm-hmm. And um, my sister was like, yo, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. She's already had a heart attack. Mm. She just had a heart attack. Um, she's diabetic. Mm. She's extremely overweight. Mm-mm. I don't know how she can get through this process because she already is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She's already Your bad. Her system is already fragile. It's compromised already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so whether or not you've already been diagnosed with something or you're, you're in the pre- preventative measures, you have to keep in mind that in theory, it sounds like, okay, I'm already um, doing, you know, I'm already going through this, so I don't. this is what I need to worry about. But mm-hmm. in actuality, there's other um, forces that are working against you. And unless your diet is on your side, you are still compromising the weapon that can form against whatever is trying to bring you down. So to those of you out there, um, you know, of course, the Black Health Academy is on your side. We have... Um, so many different videos, so many different, what is it called, um, interviews? Yeah, modules, modules, master classes. Yeah, all those different things, you know, take advantage of them. Please do, please do. Um, you just go right in, blackhealthacademy.com. There's four schools, the master school, Plank You, Plant You, and Sci-Fi. Um, and it is a wealth of knowledge in there. A lot of times I refer to a lot of those master classes when I'm doing our live lectures. And if you're in the Metro Detroit area, every first Saturday of the month, I teach a nutrition class entitled Get Planet, an introduction to a plant-based diet in downtown Detroit. You can access that class 
Um, you can find it on Eventbrite. You can find it inside of the Academy. Or you can just show up, 1938 Franklin Street in Detroit. And I might be there signing Saturday. autographs. I don't know. You might be there signing autographs? Maybe. I think you should. You should come through. Yeah, but the, the last time the crowd was crazy. Last time it did get crazy. <laughs> it got so crazy it, for our August class, man. Yeah, so uh, We whatever. were packed out up in there, Jay, weren't we? Man, oh my. We were Y'all packed. Y'all don't, okay. So I be getting so in my feelings, but <laughs> listen, I, I, you know, it's so crazy when you see, um, have you ever seen Ed Sheeran's vi- um, video photograph? Mm-mm. Okay, so real quick, his parents filmed him from when he was like five, four months, mm-hmm. and they filmed him doing just little things, mm. um, walking with his, to- all these different things, and then the very last thing was them filming him with thousands of people at his concert. Mm. It's so powerful. It's mm. almost at a billion um Views. At a b- billion views, uh-huh. but that's how I feel when I see people at your class. Like, wow! <laughs> I remember when nobody would come. I remember when people would sign up and they strictly would not come. I remember trying to like this is free information, and getting so frustrated. And uh, the last class was just full, and 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 people were getting the information. They was writing it down. Some people had testimonies. Um, some people really, really like they like they benefit. And I'm seeing that the movement, the movement in the community, and and I re- and I love it so. Yeah, the classes are extra dope, guys. If you can come out, you really should. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I absolutely love doing it, and it fills me with so much pride and joy. And then um, we have a space on the website, too, guys, on blackhealthacademy.com. If you're in a different city, you can request the Black Health Academy to come to your city and teach the class. Um, we, we respond right away. Um, a couple of you guys have done that. And when you do that, be prepared to help us with, you know, location, finding the spot, making sure that we, you know, can get a spot. We don't want to charge for the class, but we want to get in there and rally as many people in your community as possible to come out and teach this content. So mm-hmm. um, please, please, please do that. And then shout out to um, people inside the academy who are just showing love. Uh, one of my Farmer Table students, she's also a member of the Black Health Academy. And so we have a new member orientation every month. And uh, just this past week, we had the orientation, and she hopped on, and she said, hey, Lisa, this is Quintella. And then she's like, but I'm not staying on. I want you to talk to my husband. And she left the room, and she had me talk strictly to him about, you know, what he had going on health-wise. And I think when she when she left the room, he got into it, and he started asking me questions. Mm-hmm. Now she really, out the way. Right, now that she out the way. <laughs> and uh, she forcing me to do this. He's like, okay, now go back to the sugar. Okay, now tell me about my energy. My energy. I be having, you know, I don't have any energy throughout the day. And then he's like, I drink those energy drinks. Is that okay? So he was, you know, he allow himself to be vulnerable for a minute and really was in a place where I don't know this stuff. I would like to know what's going on with my health. You know, I know I need to, so just tell me what to do. And I was, you know, you know, he left that's, the door open and I really kicked it good. in. That's it really was. Um, the, the realest thing I've heard this week, and it's so obvious, but when I heard it phrased this way, is that we are dead a lot longer than we alive. Mm-hmm. This time here, you better take advantage of it. That's right. You better get your health where you can enjoy your grandkids, your kids, your best friend. That's right. All those different things. All these different things that you want to enjoy and that you want to be present for. And not just physically. Sometimes we can't even be present mentally and emotionally because we're hurting. Yep. So, you know, guys, get your health together. We're here for a limited time. Yep. Yeah. You're going to be gone longer than you were here. And how will the world remember you? Period. I asked somebody that this week. And I was like, do you care about, like, what legacy you leave? He's like, nah, not really. Don't think about it. I was like, wow. Why you say that? You just depressed me. 
<laughs> it, was, it depressed me. I said, wow. Oh, so you're going to share it. Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah. Selfish. Yeah. It stung my soul a little bit. I'm like, no, Yo, not really. I, don't, I guess so that's not, um, matter. I guess that's not on, um, I've asked a couple people that, and I realized that that's not really a pressing thing for people in their lives to make sure that the world remembers but you know for what? something. But you know what? How much? Been here. 51 minutes. Oh, okay. We're doing good, I think. Uh, I think for, for one, you... I mean, we see the Aretha Franklins and, and the, you know, Elizabeth Taylors or whatever of the world, like they left to impact people remember them. But in our own community, in our own circle, we don't really see people. We People generally just leave debt and, you know, maybe a kind word you can say about them. Um, wow. But for me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Wait till I'm drinking that water. To maybe <laughs> a kind of word, but definitely dead. <laughs> wow! Wow! That okay, that stung a little bit. Oh, um, but okay. Wow. But uh, for me, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm trying to shut up, yo. That hit. That hit different. That hit way different <laughs> than I expected. Uh, <laughs> okay, go ahead. But for me, you know, most of you guys know that my mother passed and that was really like the pivotal moment in my life where I changed um, my diet, my mind frame and everything. But, you know, what it taught me, though, is that the way people remember you matter. 100%. You know what I mean? Yep. Like the way people remember you because people and what I also learned is that people will start grieving you before you're even gone if you're a person that gets ill. Mm -hmm. So if if your legacy is just strictly about you and about, you know, what makes you happy and this is not, and it's not kindness, it's not about spreading joy, it's not, you know, getting in there, putting in the work to, to spread a, a vibe among your community and things like that, you can literally be here five, ten, or three or four years ill. Mm -hmm. And people will act like you're not even here. Here, because that. your legacy was not powerful enough. Nope. You know, so say for instance, a person that's really in the community getting their hands dirty, leaving a legacy, empowering, mm -hmm. they will come through. They came through from a mother so tough. I've never seen um, anything like this where a person that's literally cannot do anything for you right now and people are breaking their necks to give to help. Mm -hmm. If I can't help you, let me help your children. Mm. If I can't help your children, let me help your grandchildren. Mm -hmm. What can I donate? What can I give? What can I? And I was like, oh, okay. People mistake kindness for weakness when really we're all here to be used. It's just don't allow yourself to be misused. Mm -hmm. Don't be misused, mm -hmm. but we're all here to be used. Mm -hmm. So your health, your health is the biggest foundation in that. Yep. And your legacy will matter when you Start getting your health together, mm -hmm. and then when you get your health together, your emotions will come together. And mm -hmm. when your emotions come together, your mental, and then all those things will follow. Mm -hmm. And then your legacy will become on the forefront of your brand. I think. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, like I said, like like we said last episode, when you have your health, you got a thousand dreams. When you don't, you only got one. Period. So, all right. Yeah. That's that. Well, till next time, guys. Make sure you go join us www.theblackhealthacademy.com. We'll see you back here in two weeks with another episode. Until then, take care. Be well, friends. <laughs>